This cast is part of the Geek Media. www.thegeekmedia.com. Hi, how you doing out there, podcast people? This is Nobody's Listening Podcast, episode 43, brought to you the week of November 12th, 2007. As always, Nobody's Listening is a podcast where we are telling funny life stories and inviting you to do the same. I'm your host, my name is James, and I am joined by a prestigious guest host. A ghost a what host, guest host? A, a, pres- a, what? a pres- prestigious. <laughs> what did you call me? <laughs> press, press an impressive Impressive. Yeah. Prestigious. His name's Dave. Or this is Dave. I live in Georgia. That's and right. it's hot here. It's the devil's armpit. <laughs> Even in the winter. It stinks. We got a paper mill down the road. It yeah, it's bad. That's the south in a nutshell. Paper mills and armpits. Yes. I, yes. I, that's why I moved. Yeah. I loved it. But anyway, Dave, a little bit about Dave. Dave does a podcast with me that some of you might be interested in knowing about. It's called C M Monthly. Dave, tell us a little bit about it. Children's Ministry Monthly is a podcast for the average everyday children's minister, whether you work as a volunteer or paid staff. Um, James and I get together once a month and we talk about uh, life issues, problems, tips and tricks. Uh, Last month's episode, which was really cool, was called I Wish Someone Would Have Told Me Fill in the Blank Before Getting Involved in Ministry. It was a really Um, long title. Very informative, yes. One of our better shows, actually. I thought Uh, so. Yeah, that was pretty cool. So, you know, a few of you guys, I know there's some youth people out there that listen and some, some uh, people, you know, I've met a few ministers actually that listen to our show. So if that's your cup of tea, go check it out. It's not just information. There's some humor in there too. But oh, yeah. uh, if you're a Nobody's Listening fan, you can check that out. It's up to you. But yeah, we, we like do that once fun. a month. We make fun yes. of what? Of you. Oh. We like to make fun of you. Me? Like we? Yes. Or yeah, we. Me and you make fun of somebody else, or you are making fun of me with someone else. You and I make fun of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't enjoy it. I, it was, just I do. Known. I just think it's a blast. Yeah. Oh, man. It's the only reason I do it. Well, today's show is sponsored, and it's sponsored by none other than the amazing anonymous donor. And uh, we're doing something new on the show. We're trying to get the podcast to pay for itself, and we're giving our listeners an opportunity to help with that. And uh, Mr. Anonymous gave $10, and all it takes for you to donate, I mean, uh, to sponsor a show is five. Um, we'll talk more about that in a minute, but he went ahead and gave us $10, and he, he had a message he wanted me to read. And you can get a message read, too, if you sponsor us. So here it is. Hey, James, I just sent you $10 instead of five. Five for you and five for David. That would be only fair. And my message of brotherly love goes out to you. And all the work you do to make the show happen, you bring a lot of joy to a lot of people, so you rock. As far as my button goes, since I've already received one, I think I would like to sponsor a contest of your choosing, and the winner can have my button. I know this is longer than requested, but I paid twice. Best <laughs> regards, Anonymous. So thank you, Anonymous. Um, I know who you are, and I thank you. You're a true fan, and I appreciate the... Uh, appreciate you it's it is kind of weird having my own show dedicated to me though yeah because it is me and you and and so you're anonymous weird, i i'm not anymore apparently uh, I've, been, uh, I've been paid to be me 
today and next this time. Is the first day I met you, you haven't been anonymous. <laughs> but if you'd like to sponsor our show and have a message read or dedicated or anything like that, you can go to nlcast.com, check out the sponsor us link, and uh, you'll have more information there. So uh, it's time for the weekly updates. What's been going on? Here's your weekly update. It's my Dave, do you have a uh, weekly update for us, dude? I do. I have, yeah. Um, mine is ministry-related, but it's it's not churchy. It's actually really funny because um, I understand your your show is like rated PG-13, or is it PG? It's rated PG. PG, okay. PGR. That's cool. <laughs> this, is a P- this, this is a PG story, if okay. that's okay. Yeah, All right. yeah, we'll see. <clears throat> All right, so check it out. We've got um, two two main campuses for our church. And our our pastor at our sister location is known for saying um, inappropriate things that that he doesn't realize are inappropriate. Uh, was he homeschooled? Funny. No, he went to public school. Okay, because them yeah. homeschool kids do that all the time. Yeah, they don't know what's a bad yeah. word. Yeah, they'll just yeah blurt it out. But anyway, I won't I won't say his name for. We'll let him. Maybe he's anonymous. We'll keep him anonymous. That's a good idea. So, if okay. if you're a guy and you're anonymous, we call him Lucifer. Lu- oh, okay. Because Lucy is if you're a girl, so Lucifer, Lucifer works. Yeah. All right, we'll say his name's Lucifer. Thank you. Uh, all right, so he's preaching. All right, and he's preaching um, out of the Book of Matthew. Different kinds of soil. Uh, if you've ever read that, or you know what I'm talking about. Or if you're a heathen, you 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 don't even have one. Most people have one on their shelf. And, uh, of course, anyway, okay, so he's teaching about this, right? And he's talking about soil, and he's giving these life stories about growing up, uh, working in the garden, how much he hated working in the garden. Um, his dad would uh, uh, pretty much slave him in the garden. He'd put him in there. He had to pick up these huge rocks and carry him out of the garden and just despised the garden, basically. So you get in the picture here. He hated working in the garden. Mm-hmm. So he just, he's right in the middle of this. It's an awesome message, you know, and he's, he's preaching away. And he just stops, and he says, you know what? He says, I hated the day with the hoe. <laughs> he says, I, I just hated it. He says, I've got a hoe in my garage that I've never used. <laughs> and he says, his wife's name's Patty. He says, Patty. Remind me, he says, the Salvation Army is coming this week, and I'm releasing the hoe. <laughs> Gets better. He says, I didn't buy the hoe. Somebody gave me the hoe. <laughs> Free hoe. I'm going to get the hoe out of the garage. <laughs> and he stops, and he just looks up for a minute, and he says, man, I hated hoeing. <laughs> That's a whole different story there between yeah. having a hoe and hoeing yourself, you know. Oh, wow. So everybody's dying laughing. Mm. And, uh, <laughs> He realizes what he said because the whole the youth group is in Sunday morning service and the whole right side of the church is just oh. busting out leather slobbering all over themselves, you know, because that's a big word with the youth of this day and age, I guess. And well, uh, I don't know. It was when we were youth. Yeah. Oh, it still age, is. But... It still it is evidently because they were going nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's, he says, that's... oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say he stopped. He says, okay, you're the ones that need to come to the altar for thinking. Get your mind out of the <laughs> gutter. Out of here. Yeah. Right after oh, you, yeah. Pastor. Right after you. Um, yeah, yeah that, that that's like a, a a joke I put out on the forums this week that I will answer on the show. What, how did the, what did the seven dwarfs say to Madonna when they met her for the first time? Do you, do you want to guess? This met to Madonna? Yeah, the seven dwarfs, when they met Madonna for the first time, what did they say to her? 
I don't know. I, I stopped listening to her after she was like a virgin. I didn't like her after that. <laughs> they when said, she was like a virgin. They, okay, said, they said, hi-ho, hi-ho. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> All right. Yeah, hi-ho. What's up? Stop. Oh, you're not. You're not the. <laughs> Stop. You, okay. You are. You are worse than a. That you are such a church boy. I get to say ho. <laughs> I grew up in church, man. Oh man. Bad. So did I. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, my weekly update is. Uh, I don't really have one. The only. The only one I have is the. Uh, the one I shared on my new podcast, which I'll talk about later. So you'll hear it twice if you listen to both. And um, my daughter Jenna has been experimenting with being bad, like like trying to say no to you and being defiant. And it's not working out for her too well. It's not working out for her hind end too well anyway. The yeah. rest of her seems to be having fun, <laughs> you know, <laughs> trying it out. But that, that backside, yeah, it's not – I think it would tell a different story. But no, she uh, – her especially with her mom. I mean, she doesn't do it with me so much. But um, if I hear if I'm in the other room, Jen will be talking to her, and I hear Jen and they're just giving her fits. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. I da, 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 da. And um, I'll come in and you know straighten up, you know, just throw the daddy <laughs> voice down, and yeah. all of a sudden she's too happy to do whatever. But I was actually in the same room with her. I hear Jen say, you know, pick up your crayons or something, and I hear Jenna say, get out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, no. oh my god, where did you learn that? You know, That's you're you're two daughter. and a half. I'm gonna yeah. have to destroy you now, and we're gonna have to start over <laughs> with a new child because you can't. If you're this young and you're being that defiant and that horrible, and then where did you learn that at? You know, but if you're being that bad, I can't keep you. So she says, pick up your stuff, and and Jen's not even really reacting to it. And I'm like, dang, get out of my face. <laughs> and and I, I'm about to get up off the couch and just do the daddy thing. Just go off and you do not talk to your mother that way. You know, where did you hear that anyway? And all the stuff that she swore you'd never say to your kid. And yeah. um, then as I'm that. getting up, she says, uh, my hair is in my face. Get out of my face. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she had been talking to, to her, her own hair. bangs. Yes, to her <laughs> own hair. Uh, as she was picking up the crayons, I didn't even see that she was actually doing what she was told. But her hair, obviously, she's leaning over. The hair's getting down <laughs> her face. And I realized it was my fault because I'd given her her bath and, and I'd brushed her hair out. But I hadn't put it up because I don't know how to tie that mess up. Yeah, we don't know how to do that. No way. And so her hair was all loose and she couldn't handle it. And so, yeah, get out of my face! It was right in there. <laughs> so maybe that will become the new catchphrase with, uh, I have plans for you. Or I have news for you and broke you. And uh, all the other different <laughs> things. So yeah, get out of my face! <laughs> if we were doing That's a good. recap song today, we would we would call it "Get Out of My Face." But yeah, that was my weekly update. But it's time for the featured story. It's the featured story. Dave, you're the featured storyteller, buddy. I am. You would you'd mentioned well, earlier. Oh, let me what? Up. <laughs> you better have something by now, sucker fool. <laughs> Yeah, I, I've got like a couple of things that they're kind of related. Okay. Um, but first, can I give everybody a little bit of history on you and um, I? Okay. How? Do, <laughs> how what kind of history? Because we have we have some different histories. Oh, just um, I'll never forget <laughs> the day we first met. Uh oh. The, the very first day. Do you remember the first day we met? No. No. I'm afraid. <laughs> Because <laughs> okay, well, first we got to go back and tell everybody that Dave and I 
our our good friends are and, and recently have have kind of reconnected because I moved away from his his town and I met oh, him a few yes. years back. Gosh, it I mean I've been here for eight, so that's been ten, eleven, and I was so ten, eleven years ago. Yeah. So anyway, you were okay. in the rebellion, moved away. Yeah. All right. So okay, we're Beth and I. Beth is my wife, and uh, we're, we're attending this church. Yes, we are on our private time, uh, and. Uh, we're young people, you know, we're looking to make friends and, uh, we've been going to this church for about a year or so. And, um, I noticed this, uh, new couple come in the front door and it was a rather handsome man, uh, young man and, uh, looked like his wife. I didn't know that they were living in sin. No, they were just dating at the time. <laughs> Dude. And <laughs> no, they weren't, they were dating separate apartments, the whole deal. So I go up and introduce myself and, uh, my name is Dave. This is Beth, my wife the better half of course and um service we we kind of i think we sat with you and we didn't hold hands or anything we weren't that tight yet and uh good message i don't remember what he preached about but after after the message was over uh we're up at the front of the church and we're just kind of talking i'm trying to get to know these people these uh really nice people they seem pretty nice to me anyway yeah, on the surface you know. yeah yeah and uh we're just talking, you know, our church is kind of, it was semi-casual. You could wear a suit or jeans and be comfortable. Um, and I'm wearing this really nice sweater that my wife had bought me, uh, at Penny's. And, uh, you know, we didn't have a lot of money at the time. You found out since that I'm loaded. Why is this starting to become um, familiar? I think I did something really horrifyingly embarrassing. <laughs> so continue if you must, but I don't remember what it was. I just have this feeling of dread washing over me right now. <laughs> so anyway, we're just chatting it up. I'm like, hey, you guys want to go to Applebee's, you know, because so, we're all about Applebee's. And um, he's like, yeah, that's great. And James just, he, he, he kind of gets this look on his face I've never seen before and uh, I, I recognize it now because it means he's about to stick his foot in his mouth. And he says to me, he says, you know what? <laughs> he says, my mom has a quilt. And it looks just like that sweater. Oh. <laughs> and I'm, I'm so shocked <laughs> at this statement. I've looked down at my sweater and it's like, dude, it's the best sweater I own. And I'm like, um, that's nice. Um, maybe did, did did you say we had plans with somebody else today? No, <laughs> no. It was very uh, and you realized as you were saying it that uh, this was yeah. Not see, best thing to now say. you know me a little better, and you know <laughs> I was raised in a trailer in the <laughs> south, surrounded by puppy farms and and quilters and ceramic people, and yes, I was very sheltered. BB guns in the house. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know how to talk to normal people. No, and we were very normal people. You know, the suburban type people. You know. Oh, gosh, I just, wish I could remember what the sweater looked like because I would love to uh, maybe even defend myself, but I can't. I've, I've since donated it to the Salvation Army along with. Uh, <laughs> they made a quilt out of it, so that would be the ultimate justice right there. Well, I got you back. I don't know if you remember this or not. But about three weeks later, we had gotten to know each other really well because we spent a lot of time in those three weeks. Yeah. Um, turned out to be, you were pretty cool, uh, well, despite the sweater comment. So James comes in in this new sweater, and it's a brown sweater. I remember it. To, I'll never forget it to this day. And at the time, um, James, he's he's since lost a lot of weight, but James was a pretty large guy back in the day. You um, haven't seen me recently. And Yeah, I have, actually. Really? I'm um, skinnier than I was then? Yes, you are. Wow. So, um, 
Yeah, this was on the when you were on the the Coke binge, and not the like the illegal kind of Coke. <laughs> 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 the, the Coca-Cola. <laughs> yeah, I've switched to crack now. So, yeah. so he comes in and he's got this brown sweater on, you know, and it's it's slimming, you know. But I know the real deal underneath, and it's a zipper sweater. It zips up God, to like what a. Was I wearing? To, into this like was a this was the nineties, folks. It was, and it's long sleeve, and it's kind of got the pleats in it. And I walk up to him, and I'm like, "Dude, that's an awesome sweater." And I just reached out, and I couldn't stop my hand. And my hand reaches up and grabs the zipper, which is up around his neck, and I just zip it all the way down to your navel. <laughs> and <laughs> I didn't church. have an undershirt on either. In church. My, in church. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> oh, God. That's when I started wearing T-shirts underneath after that. Because you. you showed everybody my man boobs. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah, I did. I did. My moves. But, you know. It's all fair. Uh, Mess with my sweater, man. Gosh. That's okay. Can I describe everybody what you look like back then? <laughs> Mr. <ahead>. Mullet Boy? <laughs> with your with your glasses that had the tint already built into them? They were transition lenses. Yeah. <laughs> Those were the coolest things in the world. In the 80s. In Virginia. In Hillsville, Virginia. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay. So that's they were the kind right. of glasses where you couldn't see his eyes. Like, <laughs> what are you trying to say? Because the was, darkness of the I glasses. <laughs> no, you're cool. You were you were my first gamer buddy. That's right. Because you had a computer, man, dude. We'd get ah oh, yes. many oh. a night gaming, yes. playing yes. Doom. Uh, what was that? What was that other one though? We tried to play where you were like a spacecraft, and uh, we didn't play Descent. It. Descent. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah cool. I I gotta tell you something about that. You know how I just owned you on that game. What do you remember? Yeah, you did. I did you on did. that game specifically. I'm gonna tell you why. Okay. Because secretly, what I would do is I'd put it on a mode where I could see you in the map, and I would oh. sneak up behind you and kill you. You are bad, man. I just wanted to go ahead and come clean on that. Stink a cheater. <laughs> you hated that game so much. I hated we, the game, and I, I ruined it. I ruined oh, it. Was horrible. It. And I've never played it. I'm sc- I remember the game. I don't yeah, know how bad it I was a little it. confusing though, because you're just like, dude, every, you, you're 360 degrees of rotation, vertically and horizontally, and you couldn't keep up from down and down from up no. in no. that game. Ugh. First, yeah, Half Life rules, man. Oh, That's... and remember when we played Doom though? And uh, <laughs> and and <laughs> the fr- I think I'm the first one that found out if you hit Shift, it would make you run. Yes, and I, I remember, remember you were chasing me, and you're like. <laughs> Dude, you just took off. <laughs> You're just all of a sudden gone. I'm like, and I didn't tell you for like three games because I was a cheater, man. <laughs> Are you, yeah, yeah. I'm all, z- like I'm all zapping you. around like freaking Mario. Yeah, that was good. But no, nah, dude, man, good times. that was good times. Very good times. Yep. Back all in right. the day. So you, oh, my... Are you ready for an update or a story? Yeah. Okay. I got to set it up just a little bit. Okay, that's fine. I grew up in a small, small two-stoplight town called Hillsville, Virginia, um, right in the mountains. You know, imagine Deliverance. If you've seen the movie Deliverance, um, we were a couple steps up from that. You know, yeah, Deliverance I think was formed in West Virginia. It's a very distinct difference between Virginia and West Virginia. You know, it's like Georgia and Alabama. You mm-hmm. don't go there. Georgia rules. Okay, so real small town. Um, Grew up in the country, farm, cattle, 
the whole deal. Um, now, every winter, we didn't have central heat and air, so we would have to go out and cut our own wood, okay? So, and my dad's kind of reminded me of Pastor Andy's dad. He just, he, man, he worked us out in the, out in the forest. We'd cut down trees, and I never got to use the chainsaw, which always ticked me off. I always oh. had to be the, the hauler and carry all the wood back to the truck and toss it up in the truck. So, but the fun part came when we got back to the house. Um, I think I was 12 years old, and, uh, my dad would, uh, he'd always put the wood that he cut up on the block and chop it with an axe. And I just thought that was the coolest thing. <clears throat> so I asked him one day, could I try it? He's like, he looks at me, you know, and it's kind of one of those father-son <clears throat> moments where he looks at me and he just, he kind of eyes me up and down. He says, you think you can handle it? I'm like, I think I can handle it. So I pick up the axe and I go to swing it and I swing it up over my head as hard as I can. And I come down on the block of wood but I'm a little, I'm about six inches too far into it. And the wooden blade of the axe hits the wood first and just shatters the axe. Oh, I've done that. So the, the axe is gone. It's shattered. I've just shattered the head off of it. Dad, he's a pretty low-key guy, and he looks at me and he says, that's all right. That's your first time. So he goes in the shed and he gets the old axe out. He brings the old axe out and he starts sharpening it and sharpening it. And uh, he's got this grinder stone. He gets it sharp and... Uh, He's kind of touching the axe a little bit to see if it's sharp. I'm like, uh, I said, Dad, I said, how can you tell if an axe is sharp? And I reach down, I pick the axe up out of his hand, and I run my thumb down the whole length of the axe, uh, all the way down uh, from the top to the bottom. Uh, and I put pressure on it. That's what my dad's doing. And I put pressure on it, man. And I look, and mm. I'm, I, I, I kind of I lift my thumb up, and it's, it's open. And I can see <laughs> white stuff. Where the, no, that's your bone. Yeah, that's your stinking the, bone, dude. The oh, bone. Yeah. Oh, God. To the bone, all the way to the bone. And uh, <laughs> by this time, that pass the, out. the white gonna... is covered up, Stop. and it's because from the blood. It starts filling. Yeah, it starts filling up. Shit. The blood starts filling up, <laughs> yeah. and then pouring out. I've seen it. I've seen my that. face gets all white. My dad says I turned white oh, as a ghost. Gosh. And, uh, I'm looking at my thumb, and I look at my dad. My jaws just dropped, and my, like I said, my dad's pretty low key. And he says, "Well, son, that's one way to do it, Not but I wouldn't recommend it." No joke. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So anyway, yeah, we go stitches, stitches, tetanus shots. Yeah, because did you, you know did you, you know how you get tetanus. You have to go to a class. To, to <laughs> sorry, son, we're going to ban you from axes until you go to this class. This is sharp. Yeah, this and is this what is dull, and they and they yeah they have a sharp class for all the smart kids, and then they have the oh, dull class nice. for you. Yeah, that's all right. So okay, so that's the setup for my story. Okay, oh my gosh, this. that was just a setup. I almost passed yeah. out over a setup. <laughs> Half the, the people is... turn off the podcast because of a setup. <laughs> come back, people, come back. Okay, just spin the spin the little iTunes thing a little bit and come back. All right, okay, check it out. I grew up in this really small town. I, my brother was seven years older than me. His name is Greg, and he hated me. Stalkers. Okay? I knew I have him. a bunch of friends, uh, a bunch of stories about my brother Greg, but we won't go there. And I had a sister who's five years older. So I'm the baby of the family, and uh, I pretty much grew up on my own. Didn't really have a lot of friends because we were pretty secluded. Well, I'm, I just turned 16 years old, and we're still in this small town. 
And uh, any friend you can get in a small town is a good friend. And there was this one guy who was on the football team. Team, His name was Mike. And he's I was already like 5'11". I was a pretty tall and lanky kid. Uh, he was head and shoulders above me. He was at least like 6'4", big, built like an ox, you know. The yeah, kind of guy that you would want four oxes. in your corner, you know, in a fight. So I'm thinking, and this guy, I, I'm going to hang out with this guy. So we became pretty good friends. Um I used to always go to his house and play his. You remember the uh, Commodore sixty four? Remember that deal? Yeah. The old like original video game system uh-huh. that only the rich kids had. Yeah, because I had the Atari twenty six hundred, rich boy, and I had uh, it you? late. Yeah, I had it late. I got it My from first, like a like a garage sale or something. Well, I had Pong, so there you go. And uh, so anyway, we used to go to his house and hang out, and he had this little hot dog dog. What are they called? The little Dotson dogs or something? Wiener dogs. Anyway, really really cool wiener dogs yeah mm-hmm. he was cool um used to hang out all the time um and we were tight man for about a year we were real close well i don't know what happened dude i guess he thought i was gay or something because he evidently just stopped liking me one day um was- but he would you he would use me for my ride he would because i had a license and i had a truck mm-hmm. and if he wanted to go somewhere we'd like hey dave hey let's go somewhere so all right of course he never paid for gas or anything so, but he had this other friend. His name was Paul, believe it or not, not Paulie, Rockstar Paulie, but it's other Paul. Mm-hmm. And I uh, started hanging out with him. So I, I turned into the third wheel with the ride. Okay, and I was I was pretty upset. You know, I'm 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 a pretty easygoing guy. So you're you know? providing the ride, but you're the third guy in the car. Yeah, I was being hoed for my ride. Okay. So, yeah. And anyway, so I kind of get upset about this, and I'm th- I'm pretty passive aggressive, and. uh so what I do is I decide I'm going to mess with them. I'm going to teach them a lesson, these two guys, Mike and Paul. So I, I invite them over for a camp out. Now, we live in the woods, man. And so we, we, we say, I just, just bring your sleeping bag. We don't need a tent. There's this awesome laurel uh, forest that we can go sleep under. You know, if it rained, you would never get wet kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so we go bring our fishing rods, and we're having a pretty good time. You know, I thought, oh, man, maybe I'm, I start feeling bad about what I have planned. Um <laughs> And so we bring, I bring uh, my fishing rod and my sleeping bag, of course, the, the 22 rifle uh, for shooting squirrels and stuff, and, um, and the axe so we can chop up some firewood. And it, it's the same axe, by the way. Uh-huh. And uh, so I, I've got the axe, and we're, we, we hike. It's about a mile hike. It's not too far, but it's real secluded and quiet by a river. It's it really, if, if I would ever go back there, I would take a date there if I wasn't married, you know, because it's like a really romantic place and cool. We didn't, we, we didn't go romantically, but uh, we just went like his buds. Okay, man. <laughs> yeah. Here comes the easy part. So we're we're camping out, right? And it's it's about midnight. We've got this fire going, and everybody gets tired. So they all lay, Mike and Paul lay down to go to sleep in their sleeping bags, and I stay up, and I'm kind of tending the fire. Well, they fall asleep. I hear them both snoring. So I sneak over and I grab the axe and I tiptoe over and Mike is sleeping on his back. Now he's, he's, he's a big guy. He's a real big guy. He's got his head covered up and I tiptoe over to him and, uh, and I kick him in the head just a little bit, (laughs) just like a little love tap, you know, just with your foot kind of hard. I don't think love taps can ever be done with a foot, dude, (laughs) but I get what you meant. Yes. Okay. And he starts to to the head with your foot, with my foot. And I've got shoes on. And I've got the axe raised over my head, right? With an axe in your hand. That's a little Yeah. <laughs> and I, so the axe is up in the air. You know, if there was scary music that would be playing, this would be the time that you would play it. Violence. And uh, so he, he kind of stirs a little bit, but he doesn't wake up. So I 
tap him again on top of the head with my foot and he kind of he kind of pulls the sleeping bag down and he's he's like just out of REM sleep you know just where you you don't know if you're asleep or you're awake and I had this axe over my head and he he focuses because the only light that's out there is the firelight and it's kind of I could just see it in my eyes you know in his in his face he's he he opens his eyes and I I swear to this day I've never seen anybody's eyes get bigger than Mike's eyes got in that moment <laughs> And he started, he started whimpering, and he's laying there, and his eyes are as big as saucers, almost literally, and it, he starts making these girl sounds, and he's just whimpering like a girl, and I'm, I start to feel bad because I'm not going to kill the guy. I just want to freak him out. Oh, yeah. And he's just, he's whimpering, 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 and then I see this tear come out of his eye, <laughs> and I swing the axe as hard as I can, but it's about a oh, foot up above his head. God, dude. And it, it hits Still. him in the, the dirt. <laughs> Uh. And uh, he screams literally like a girl, gets up and just runs. And come to find out, he, he doesn't sleep in pajamas. So uh. he's running. <laughs> yeah, he's butt naked, running through the, wo- <laughs> through the woods. No flashlight. <laughs> no shoes. <laughs> no shirt, no problem. No problem. So, oh my yeah. Gosh. Uh, needless to say, the friendship was severed. Uh, pun intended at, at, <laughs> at that camp out and uh, so I, I, I packed up my stuff took my flashlight and went home because it's only about a mile from my house Did you, it was uh, about four from their house oh wow so, yeah I taught those guys a lesson gosh yeah I was passive aggressive oh yeah you know? it's yeah. the best way to be right I'm glad I moved away <laughs> yeah because I never got Just a be chance to benefit from any of that <laughs> What did you say about your pants? <laughs> I said, just be glad you didn't say anything about my pants. Yeah. No joke. Gosh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I lived a shelter. Scaring out of people is a great thing. <laughs> and but, now I'm a children's pastor, and I don't own an axe. That's probably a good idea. <laughs> oh, man. Is that Now, you'd said you had a couple of stories. Was that Was that one, or was that the whole thing? Well, if we have time, I've, I could tell you another one about. That. As long as it's quick, sure. Okay. Well, we had to make our own entertainment. Uh, pretty much, we didn't have a lot of money, so anytime it snowed, oh, it was then. like a it was like a free day, you know. Mm-hmm. So we schools out, you know, you get a foot of snow up in the mountains, and of course they're going to close school. Well, we had this awesome hill right behind the house, and uh, it came it, off the neighbor's property into our backyard, and we had this um, clothesline post. That was <clears throat> it joined our two properties, and this clothesline, um, the post was made of solid iron, like this wrought iron mm-hmm. uh, stuff. And you, of course, if you're not familiar with a clothesline, it's what you do when you're poor and you don't own a dryer. You have to hang your clothes out. Um, so we're sledding down this hill, and my brother and I are doing it all day. It's one of the few times he liked me, and um, so we're sledding down this hill all day. And we kind of built up a ramp right beside the clothesline post. Um, and you've ever heard the phrase just one more time in a hey or hey dude watch this yeah well my brother he he kind of got cold and tired he was going inside i'm like hey greg watch this one more time so i come sliding down this hill and it's on one of those sleds that's just a plastic bullet you know there's no way to steer it whatsoever <laughs> other than by faith <laughs> and the will of god um so i'm just flying down this hill and we've been hitting this jump all day well i steered off course magically and my face, I'm, I'm probably doing about 
10 miles an hour, pretty quick, pretty quick clip, 10 or 15. And my face slams into the iron clothesline post. And you hear this crack and this crunch. And my brother's there. And uh, you know how when adrenaline comes over, you have like superhuman strength. Well, he ran over. He was at the back door waiting. You know, I just, just started stuck, crying. Uh, I had no superhuman was... strength when I got hurt. So, no, I don't no, he know. Did. No, he did. <laughs> okay, okay. He, yeah, he came running over and picked me up, threw me over his shoulder, run inside the front door, threw me down on the kitchen table, hollers for mom. You know, I'm I'm in and out of consciousness. You know, my face is just it's bloody. It's a pulp. It, it was bad. Uh. So. Yeah, so I ended up going to the hospital, um, and I kind of freaked out when the doctor said, there's nothing to stitch, because the whole inside of my mouth was just like, bad. Yeah. I had a rough childhood, man. No joke. (laughs) Man. Yeah. It's fun, though. (laughs) See, I was raised with two sisters for the most of it, and so, you know, not only did did it include not getting hurt, but they were younger than me, it, uh, they, they could tell stories I'm sure but I was kind of the king and and I wasn't oh, yeah. overly cruel or experimental other than the blue butter that I put on my sister one time that burned her skin but um <laughs> that ah. explains a lot. yeah you're the oldest child right yeah 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 that explains a whole lot <laughs> you're, oh that's true you are the youngest you're you're on the yes. receiving end of all of this danger yes. I can do what you can do you're 7 years older than me I'm going to go down the same thing here Ah, uh, I, I and and I was raised in Florida. I have no reference for sledding, at all. Oh, I mean, you're missing out. The equivalent of of sledding for Florida kids is um, you'd find try to find any kind of incline. There's not very many hills in Florida, uh, but you you just have to put plastic down, and then baby oil and water, and oh, just slide yeah. down that. Or if you didn't want to get messy, you just you you find a hill with leaves on it and there's in yeah. pine straw and you grab cardboard and you just kind of go down that so okay yeah well, that's cool but uh all right so you made right. your own entertainment too we did and uh at this point what we're going to do is we're going to take a few live calls we do have some folks in the chat room let me introduce them a little bit let me talk about my chat room peeps there are how many people are in the chat room today there is more than there has ever been that's they heard awesome. i was yeah, that's I'm the sure, deal. I'm sure that's what it is. Uh, I see Akira, Salotheus, Miss Lisa, Bob Ross, D- Dalcon, Frosty, Grimmy, Bob, Lauren, Marbles. Let me see a few more here. Rusty Pencil, welcome. The Person, Real McCoy, White Mage, Jack, Neil Man 12. Thanks, everybody, for, uh, for coming on tonight. And uh, hopefully you guys will join us every Monday at 530. Actually, next week... Um, my guest is going to be Lynn Peralta from uh, Jawbone Radio, and he has requested that we film it or do the show later so it doesn't interfere with his new baby. He's going to be, we're going to be announcing a later show. I think it's going to be like 8.30 my time mm. or something insane like that. So it's going to be a late one. But anyway, at this point, if you'd like to call in uh, to tell a story of your own, 816-298-0823 is the number. I'll take the first caller at 816-298-0823. We're looking for folks that have a story that they'd like to share. Hi, who's this? Hey, am I on Nobody's Listening? That's right, you sure are. Who's calling? Oh, sweet. Uh, this is The Real McCoy. All right. Well, I'm glad we got The Real One. That's awesome. Yeah. So uh, do, you, uh, do you have a story you want to tell or anything? 
my friend's house the other day, and uh, his mom was uh, he was going to go to a water park nearby. Uh huh. What are you? Wait, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. A water park? What, yeah. Was this recently? Okay, I was about to say because it is cold. I did. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Sorry. All right, and uh, his mom had uh, knew the directions and where it was, mm-hmm. and he was sitting on the computer ready to uh, punch in the address. Yeah. To uh, find it, but uh, she was watching her Spanish soaps at the time. <laughs> so whenever we asked if uh, he could have the address, she said, "Be quiet! I need to watch my soaps." Uh-huh. And then uh, after about ten times of that, uh, she uh, uh, it went to commercials, and it, the show was over. And then she started lecturing him for uh, not having uh, the thing ready. Oh my goodness, that's great parenting right there. Yes, oh, yeah, that's the best. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's why kids are growing up and shooting their friends at schools right there. Because it's like my mom chose a Spanish soap opera over me. I don't even understand what they're talking about, but somebody broke up with somebody, and somebody shot somebody's mama, and they are ticked. Yeah, just like you said, nobody's listening is the way that the uh, middle schoolers are finding their voice. <laughs> I love you, man. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm trying to help me. I'm trying to help us get to the water park, and you're worried about Daniela and Marcos's relationship. That is just wrong. Maria and Pedro. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh my gosh, I'm crying, dude. Ugh. Yes, that's awesome. Uh, you're a funny guy. Thank you for calling. You call you call back anytime, buddy. Um, I tell you what, send me if you're allowed to send me your your address and I'll send you a button. Really? Yeah. All right, buddy. Thank you. You're welcome. Talk to you later. Oh my gosh, that's what podcasting is made for, right there. The voice from the middle schooler being heard. That was hilarious. Uh, I see Ratface just joined us. Uh, welcome, buddy. I'm going to have to get you back on the show on a regular basis. We need to talk. Um, I'll take my next caller if you have a story. I have about five minutes of battery left on my phone. <laughs> Holy junk, David jumped in. I have a question about your brother. What do you have? What do you, what's your question? Why is his nose so big? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like... His dad's, his dad's nose was big. His, he had a big nose daddy. Dude, on the webpage, it's like... Oh my gosh, it's like scary. It's oh so big. Gosh. Oh, the phone number is uh, 816-298-0823. Sorry, folks, you can call in. Press 1 to accept. Hi, who's calling? James Kevinson. Is this David? This is David. Oh my gosh, it's my brother, the real co-host. <laughs> What's going on, did, you, did you hear what the uh, Dave White was talking what? about? About you? Who was talking about me? Dave White was just on Stick Cam <laughs> talking about you, and he wanted to know one question. He wanted to know oh, why your nose oh. was so big. And I told my him. Dad's nose is huge. That's exactly what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I said he had a big nose daddy. <laughs> yeah. 
so how how dude um i i want to take a moment and tell people david was on irish stinking radio like the entire country got to hear about his situation you could check on nlcast.com to find a link to the the deal but tell us a little bit about that dave Guy um, is guy, guy named Jerry Ryan. I didn't really hear anything about him. I thought he was just a podunk radio guy, sort of like me and James were back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now we're popular. But um, uh, yeah, so he started asking me questions, and he's like, "Well, I know people." I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's great." Well, it turns out he uh, he does know people, like even people in government. That I've been listening to today. Um, he's uh, going more in depth with getting me a job. And a stamp for in my passport, me I don't have to have a work permit. Ah. Oh. So he's going deeper and deeper into the government and getting guys trying to give me a stamp for right now. Well, what? It takes eighteen months. Well, what? What happened? What happened was David was listening to the show and they were talking about work permits and he called up and wanted to just be on the show. Well, they called him back the next day and interviewed him one on one. And uh, and David got to talk about not being able to find a job over there and how hard it is for an American to come in to Ireland. And they interviewed him over the course of probably 10 to 15 to 20 minutes. And then uh, some folks have been calling in uh, with job offers. And now, David, I just heard for the first time what you just said about trying to get a, a special status. So this is stinking awesome. Yeah, I, yeah. It, it, it's moving up, you know. Um, uh, he, he even went... Uh, show gone after I got off of it. People were offering jobs. He said he had like five or six people That's awesome. offering jobs, but half of them were well-established businesses. Right, right, and they have to so, be in order for you to get your work permit, right? Yeah, and it turns out I, I have to make thirty thousand or more over a year uh, to get it. So yeah, I mean, it's a little, it, it's a little crazy. Well, I emailed the guy and I. T- I emailed the guy and told him, I said, I just thank God for you, dude, because you're making um, you're making it possible for a little Irish girl to know her father. And uh, yeah. so hopefully that helped. I wanted to make him cry. Well, he, he probably will, dude, but he, he's a father, too, so he knows. Well, there you go, folks. Now everybody can quit asking me, what the heck's up with David? You heard it from himself. And go check out NLCast.com. Scroll down to where you see David on Irish Radio, and you can listen to the interview yourself. It's pretty stinking awesome and pretty random. So people don't like it when I get preachy, but I think you all know who I blame for this awesome opportunity. That's right, the big G. (laughs) The big G be offended. I just want to call and say, hey, what's up, guys? All right, buddy. All right, love you, man. Sleep good. It's like 17 o'clock in the morning there. Bye. Awesome. Awesome. Dude, Dave, you're going to have to check that out, man. Dave? Oh, my gosh. Hold on. All right, we had a little problem with Dave. Dave left us. Dave White, not Dave Kennison. So, anyway, we are going to take one more call. So, if you'd like to call in and tell a story or make a request. Hi, who's calling? Oh, hi, Miss Lisa. How are you? Uh, I finally got through. Well, you know, we're so we're so dang popular. You know, there's like an hour wait, and then you have to get past our screener. It's just terrible. So, uh, what do you have for us today? Okay, awesome. Okay, I got my tongue pierced on Wednesday. Ah! Okay, bye. No, I'm kidding. Oh, I thought you had a vein. I thought you had a vein or something that was going to keep that from happening. Okay, 
wasn't going to do it mm-hmm. um, because it was too dangerous. So I went to my friend Jason, who's a qualified aviator, and he said, <laughs> if I trust him, he will do it, but it will be slightly to the right-hand side, which uh. I said was fine. I trusted him. So I'm not going to lie, I was nervous because you know, I'm about to have a needle stabbed through my tongue. Yeah. So um, I went into the shop, and he sprays my tongue and numbs it, and I'm sat down, and I'm drooling down my chin <laughs> it's hanging and dripping in this bucket uh, and there's so much drool my mouth is going dry uh, and then all of a sudden his electric cuts out all the lights go <laughs> nothing just pure blackness so you don't feel like you don't feel like our heavenly father was trying to tell you something did he first he made sure you had a vein running down your tongue and then he put the lights out so i don't know That's another call, apparently. Okay. You really wanted a tongue ring, didn't you, girl? <laughs> you really wanted this thing, didn't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Expletive <laughs> <laughs> deleted. <laughs> so, so did you get it done? Did you? Were you successful? Yeah, I know every basset hound I've had has a, has a really cool English accent. Uh-huh. So, yeah, so, yeah. and they have a tongue piercing. It's really weird. It's a new trend. So, so you didn't die, no major infections, and now you have an equal opportunity, like everybody else, to chip all your teeth off. You got to understand, you're talking to an old guy that missed the whole piercing thing. I was in, I, I, I was in the, I missed the tattoo and piercing phase completely. I don't remember what we did to tick off our parents. I think it was just still what we did with our hair at the time. And the music. And our music, yeah. But uh, anyway. Well, at least you're not getting anything stretched out. He was a young guy. David told me not to get it done. He was like, don't get it done. You ruin your teeth. I'm like, huh? All right, Dad. Well, and you hear David David talks weird enough already, and now his, his teeth are all knocked out, you know. So no wonder they won't hire him in Ireland. But anyway. Well, thanks for calling, Lisa. I'm glad things worked out for you. That was kind of a weekly update, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, enjoy enjoy your okay. tongue. I call Speak it a... You later. Yeah, enjoy your tongue nugget. That's what I call it. Oh. So, enjoy <laughs> that. Okay, bye. Bye. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I have I have nothing against piercings. Um, okay, I do. They're... Oh. Ugh. I just... I don't know. I Ears pierced... Eyebrow pierced. I know that went out of style a long time ago, but belly button piercings, um, yeah. any kind of piercing. You know, I, I'm not judging you. If you want to have that, that's fine. Just don't try to stick holes in me, dude. That's all I got to say. I would love to have a tattoo, though. I just Where am such a stinking perfectionist. I would put it right above my butt, right there on my back. I'm kidding. I'm so stinking lying. <laughs> Up next, news. E and female. We have news, email, and female. So that means we got to start with the news. Here it is. My wife and I, Jennifer, started a brand new couples cast. We finally figured out her name. It's called Geek Loves Nerd. And I'd love for you folks, uh, especially you older folks, 
and married folks and folks that want to get married. Like, for instance, if you're a geek who ever wants to possibly even fathom marrying somebody that's worthwhile, um, you know you know the stigma that's attached to us. Um, Geeklovesnerd.com is where you want to go. Check it out. It, we've got a, uh, a little preview episode. It, the quality is not that great. We recorded it on a built-in microphone. We're going to get some equipment at the house. But I'd love to get your feedback and input and love for you to call in and write in. And uh, for more information on that, check out geeklovesnerd.com. Also, I'd like to get, make it – Ah, let's see. Let me start over. I want to give you an opportunity to show some love for the show that has loved you and changed so many lives. Nobody's Listening is now giving you the opportunity to sponsor your very own show. And uh, for only five bucks, uh, you can be named as the sponsor of a show, like our anonymous donator chose to at the beginning. You will. You can also have a special message read on the show. So if you want to advertise a website or a blog, or if you want to do- dedicate a show to somebody, or um, maybe you just want to guarantee that your story will be read, uh, that's an opportunity to do that, um, or not. And then you will also are you're guaranteed to have a button sent to you. That's kind of part of the package deal. So uh, it you know it's not worth five bucks, <laughs> but as with any charity. <laughs> You're, you're you're helping me out. You're helping me pay the bills. And the bigger the show gets, you know, it, it does cost a little more to keep it going. And um and I'd also like to get better equipment. I just do. Uh, it would it would really cut down the amount of time I have to use to edit the show. It, like for instance, if I when I play a voicemail, I actually have to go back and put it in the show because it doesn't record to the audio track. I'd love to get a mixer board that would allow me to do that in real time, so that when the show's done, dude, it's done. That'd be awesome. Uh, also, don't forget to check out drawyouapicture.com. Creo, if you're listening to this, I got your nobody in the mail today. I'm gonna sign it and date it and send it out tomorrow. Everybody else, if you want to know how you can get your own nobody character and customize some artwork, you could go to drawyouapicture.com. And uh, if you're interested in logos, graphics, or any kind of podcast uh, stuff, give me a call. We'll talk about it, or email me, rather. Uh, Next week, Lynn from Jawbone Radio will be recording with us at 8.30 p.m. Central. So if you join us on StickCam, then you'll probably want to not be here at 5.30 Central, but 8.30 Central. It's going to be horrifying. I'm going to be so sleepy. But he's got a new member of their family, and they need to uh, record it a little later. And we will probably be on Ustream next week. We're going to skip Stick Cam and go straight to Ustream.tv, and that's the letter U, Stream.tv. Check the uh, blog at NLCast.com for more information on that. Here are some emails. Uh, Dave, why don't you get us started with the email from Adam there. All right. Adam writes. Adam writes. Here it goes. Hey, it's podcast fan basketball head on the basketball fam on the forums. I got a story. I took Trevor's advice. He'll know what I'm talking about. And I got some of the older ones. Episodes. Episodes. Yeah. Okay. One happened to be Monkey Man. I listened to the story last night. Then I went to sleep. Now I want to say that I live in an apartment complex. They must have just hired a guy to clean up trash around the complex because (laughs) when I left to go to school the next day, I saw an old guy cleaning up trash. I don't know how tempted I was to say, hi, Brandon, but I didn't. But it would have been so funny. All right. If you guys don't know what I was talking about, he's talking about the Monkey Man episode. So you need to go and download that and check it out. 
Uh, Dauphin writes, about a year and a half ago when my son was about two and a half, we were sitting around a dinner table just chilling, and he asked me if he could have a juice box, so I indulged him and brought out an Elmo fruit punch box. He happily accepted it and said, I love Elmo juice, and I corrected him and said, Elmo punch. And then he looked at me quizzically. You already know what's going to happen. So in order to reinforce the lesson, I'd learned this in Parenting Magazine, uh, I repeated myself, Elmo punch. And a big smile broke out on his face. He held up the juice box, and he punched that picture Elmo right in the face, squirting the contents of the box all over the table. After the initial shock of the event was over, I couldn't stop laughing and be a little bit proud. My son was willing to listen to me over the iconic near-celebrity status of a fuzzy red Muppet named Elmo. We'd all love to punch Elmo. awesome. That's awesome. Oh, man. Well, John writes, I was listening to the eBag, is that right, eBag yep. episode? Mm-hmm. And the email about the kid that pooped and said it looked like the thing made me laugh so hard I thought I was going to die. <laughs> Thanks, John, for writing in. <laughs> That's uh, deep. Man, this was a favorite one. It's also from Dofin, D-O-F-N. Uh, as I've mentioned before, I'm a Korean-American, and when I was younger, I attended a Korean-American church. One day, a bunch of us went bowling, and afterwards um, – Oh, a friend of mine who's who's fresh off the boat, that's what he calls it, JFK, hmm. just from Korea. He says basically he didn't speak much English, and uh, his accent was usually a little incorrect. He says the problem with most Koreans uh, with their English is they don't know how to use A or the before words. They either leave it out or they put it in, apparently. Um, the Korean language doesn't use these, and so it can be confusing. So anyway, um, they're going out to the car. This cousin, who was JFK, just from Korea, was running out after them because he had uh, apparently taken longer to get out. He had to get his shoes off or something. And he starts yelling, I got a shotgun! I got a shotgun! And what he meant to say was, I got shotgun. (laughs) But needless to say, the people that were standing around the parking lot, they started scattering (laughs) and running away. We grab him, we throw him in the back seat and get out of there as fast as we could. All the time, all the while, the cousin's complaining that he had a shotgun still. Oh my god! But I had a shotgun. <laughs> I would run too. So oh thanks, Lord. dude. That's awesome. You're two for two today. And if you didn't already have a button, I'd send you another one. Uh, go ahead and read what uh, Cadage says because we we asked people what we should do for our fiftieth uh, episode, yeah. and here's what he said. Cadage uh, says, "I think you should do the podcast naked." Stop it. Oh, I mean, oh, that's the wrong one. It says, I think you should have have 50 guest hosts for the 50th show. <laughs> I think it would be more possible to do it nude than it would. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So you're saying there's a chance? No, and what I'm saying is <laughs> the one time I have a pastor on my show, I have more gay and naked <laughs> jokes and poop jokes than ever before. Oh, my goodness. What yeah. are you trying to say? I don't know. It's the glasses, man. It's the shady. <laughs> it is. Transition lenses. Oh, man. We have so many more to read. Let's see. Uh, White Maid Jack says, I'm not even going to bother with an intro because you always find something wrong with it. Well, what the heck? Why did you even write that line, White? Whitey. I just wanted to tell you a story what happened today. He says, the bell rang for the last period of school. I went to the locker five minutes. There's these slow pokes surrounding me. I couldn't get to my stupid locker. And by the time I left, my friend usually walks home with me and nowhere to be seen. I had to leave school alone. It turns out that it's freezing outside with a harsh wind. I start to walk home. My eyeballs dry out from the wind. And lo and behold, my friend's family comes to give me a ride to school. Um, wait a minute. <laughs> give me a ride to school. My sister goes 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, basically, he gets home, and he has to pee really bad, <laughs> and he can't get in because his sister has a house key. So he stands oh. outside for 10 minutes until his mother comes home in her superhero outfit and brandishes her house key of wonder, saving the day and my pants. Yes. So hope you enjoyed this. Oh, and here's the reason why I read this email. Because, I, dude, I'm going to pick on you like nobody before. He says, P.S., if I win this button, if I win a button for this, can you send it to Frosty? Because I liked her car story, and she wants a button. And oh. and um, so there's definitely a crush going on here. And I hope Frosty's a girl. Um, and or I'm assuming White Maid Jack is a boy, though, for that matter. So, anywho. Um... That's, I think, it. Let me read one more. Morgan says, I love the podcast. Thought I'd send you a story. Back when I was working at a holiday gas station, one of my coworkers had this piece of junk suburban that was breaking down all the time. One day, he was coming into work. His suburban broke down on top of a place where the trucks drop off the gas for the station. So I guess where those little holes are in the concrete. He comes running in the station yelling, where are the fire extinguishers? I look outside, and there's smoke and flames pouring out of the hood on a suburban. In the end, it took two fire extinguishers to put the fire out and these three guys to push the still-hot Suburban off the gas intakes. I hope you find it as funny as me and my friends do looking back on it. Keep up the good work, Morgan. My gosh. That ain't funny. Yeah. That's scary. <laughs> I mean, it's hilarious, but the possible doom that could have been involved. I mean, everybody's seen a movie where a gas station blows up. It doesn't just blow up once. There's multiple explosions. Yeah. So... My goodness. You're not going to read the one about the eagle? Where? Which one is that? Read it. Start it. That's the last one. Go. I, I just read the first line. It sounded cool. Mm. It says, hey, guys, I just want to tell you a story I have. This is from Alan from Colorado. I was born in Colorado. That's why I want to read ah, your story. okay. Yeah. It says, I was on a float. I'm guessing this is like one of those parade floats. Okay. And I was, I was dressed up in an eagle mascot costume. <laughs> and <laughs> the little kids all got really excited when they saw me. Uh, so I got the bright idea to jump off the float while it was moving and give them high fives. It worked great the first two times. But the third time I fell and the eagle head flew off. Oh, crap. Someone told me about the expression on one of the kids' faces. He was horrified to see my head come off and see a person under it. Way to go. I hate when that happens. I hate it. I hate when my head comes off. Yeah, it's a terrible it's thing. Horrible. Yes. Oh, man. All right. We do have a couple of voicemails. I'm going to save those for the end of the show. Thanks, everybody, that called in and uh, wrote in. But it, unfortunately, is time to draw this uh, this to the close. Uh, anywho, uh, don't forget all of the necessary stuff that we always try to do at the end of the show. Uh, call us with your stories whenever you want to during the week at 816-298-0823. You can email us. Um, at nobody's listening to us at gmail.com. You could visit us online at nobody's, I'm sorry, nlcast.com for forums, our social network, guest calendar that I killed. The guest calendar was useless because everybody was canceling so much, it just got stupid. So uh, we have daily features though. And if you have anything you'd like to see posted up there, if you find something cool on the internet, send it to me. I'll post it up there and give you credit. Uh, then also, you could leave us an iTunes review. Last check, we had 120 iTunes reviews, and that's awesome. That Again, I say it every time. It doesn't mean we're awesome. It means that you guys are, that you're the best audience a podcaster ever had. And be sure to tell a friend about us. We don't do a lot of advertising, 
Um, actually, we do none. I have no money. And um, so it's all about you telling your friends. And uh, most of you do, and I appreciate that. And uh, that pretty much wraps up our show. So, um, so if I want to make a donation to the Save the James Fund, where would I send that? You would want to um, go to Nobody's Listening. And, um, and well, you could send it to me directly because you know my address. But uh, Actually, if, I don't oh. to send it to me so I can pay you some money I owe you. <laughs> That's true. I just, I'm trying to save the James Fund, and I'm putting you on the spot to give me your address. No, I'll do that <laughs> off, off the air. But uh, everybody else could send a PayPal um, payment to uh, nobody's listening to us at gmail.com. So, or you could go to nlcast.com if you want to be an official sponsor. And I've actually got a lady here in the office that's considering doing that for her business. So I told her we had 1,600 people downloading the shows, and she was like, what? So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, even though there's that many people downloading, there's no guarantee that anybody's getting a word of this because I still believe in the bottom of my heart that nobody's listening. I agree. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Slacker <laughs> You're welcome. from the X. I have got a story to tell you that you will probably, hopefully, find amusing. It has to do with that wonderful stuff called Airborne, if you're familiar with that. It is the little effervescent stuff that you put in a little bit of water to help knock out a cold and flu. Well, I had a really bad cold, and somebody introduced me to this Airborne stuff, and they'd given it to me in a Ziploc baggie, so I had no idea what it did. I took a look at it, and I looked at the two other guys with me, and I said, well, what do you do? Do you eat this thing? And they're like, I don't know. And I looked at it again, and I put it up against my tongue, and I said, well, it kind of tastes like a vitamin C tablet. And I said, so I guess you eat it. And I said, boy, this thing is big. And they're like, I mean, I don't know. That's all we can think of. So we didn't know what to do. Well, I popped that thing in my mouth. No sooner did I attempt to take the first bite of that thing did the the bubbling start and everything else and I ended up looking at them with this horror stricken look on my face and my mouth was so full and finally I ran over to the sink and I didn't even have time to spit it out before all of this yellow foam came bubbling out of my mouth of course every single one of us was on the floor laughing because my first instinct was to rinse it out so what do I do? <laughs> I put a bunch of water in my mouth, which made it even worse. Needless to say, I had a horrible mess in the sink and everywhere else. But we finally figured out what you do with Airborne is you dissolve it in water. All righty. Talk to you later. Bye. Hey, nobody's listening. This is Caleb from Illinois, or you might know me as The Real McCoy in the chat room and the forums. Uh, I just wanted to share a story with you guys. Uh, that happened not too long ago. Uh, my brother and sister were sitting uh, watching TV in our basement family room. Uh, and right down the hallway, uh, you can go into this unfinished room we call the storage room, since we store stuff in there, duh. And uh, we got clothes in there and the washing and drying machine in there. And uh, I decided to freak them out because uh, not that, uh, you know, I'm sure, James, you can identify with it feeling you get when you were tempted to scare your your wife and David with the cell phone. So I hid in the dryer. Um, 
leaving a slight crack open so I didn't get stuck and die. And I called them to come in here because I found something cool. Well, they walked in there, and I had left the light off. They called for me, and were like, oh, I think they're going to, he's going to creep us out. Uh, and so that's when I burst out of the washing machine with uh, a pair of uh, my underwear on my head, and I chased them up the stairs. And it was really fun just freaking them out because they were freaked out. So see you, uh, no, I was lying about the underwear. I didn't have that on my head. Uh, see you guys on Monday. Later. This cast is part of the Geek Media. www.thegeekmedia.com <laughs>